Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal on this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the waitlist before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the waitlist right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifestation Bay podcast. If you clicked on this for the first time ever, I am so grateful that you are here. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then welcome back. I have another episode for you answering your top questions about manifestation. So just to bring you up to speed, if you missed part one and part two, we are now on part three where I asked you all on Instagram to ask me your top manifestation questions so that I can answer them on the podcast. So that's what we're doing today. Now, before we dive in, I do want to remind you that if you're listening to this episode right now, we are currently in the middle of our free workshop called Make Manifestation Second Nature. And if you happen to have missed that or you're not a part of that, don't worry. I have something super special for you. The new MBA is launching next Monday on February 1st, and you can find that waitlist, read more about the program at manifestationbabe.com slash the new MBA waitlist. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash the new MBA waitlist. I'm also going to put that in the show notes for you so that just in case that's hard for you to spell, no worries. I'm going to have a clickable link right then and there. And you guys, this is a project that I've been working on all year long. Like all of 2020 has been dedicated to figuring out where I want to take Manifestation Babe next and what I want to do with my courses and creating this signature hub, like this 
one place that you go to learn everything you could ever want on making your dream reality a reality where you're actually living that dream life. So everything that you've ever wanted to know on manifestation, you get inside of the Manifestation Babe Academy where you can learn how to manifest your dream finances, your dream career, your dream business, your dream health, your dream house, your dream anything. Any single area of your life, you can come in here and you can improve significantly and also create your dream reality in that area of life or in all areas of life, because why not? Life is freaking limitless. And I'm going to show you how inside of the Manifestation Babe Academy. I am so excited about it. So if you have not yet gotten yourself on the wait list, again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash the new MBA waitlist. Okay. Let's dive into the cues, shall we? So I actually had, um, I'm answering four questions today, but two of them are very similar. So I'm actually going to clump them together because they're basically asking the same thing. Um, And like I said before, I'm going to shout you out so that, you know, you guys can have a conversation with one another. (laughs) You can thank the person who asked their question. If you also had a similar question um, and all that good stuff. So the first question relates to relationships. So at Emily JD4, you ask, I started my personal development and manifestation journey this year. And since beginning, my partner and I have really grown apart. He's very narrow-minded, has quite a pessimistic, negative view of the world, and I'm doing all the good things, trying to be grateful, positive, reframing situations, etc. I'm trying to help him grow but to no avail, it seems. He brings me down so much and I'm so trying to grow. All the personal development books preach this. If someone is toxic in your life, let them go. Yet we have an 11th month old and the love is there. We are just on different levels of mindset completely now. Any advice on how to stomach the negativity and not absorb it or to help him begin reframing? So this got a bunch of likes, so it's definitely a popular question. And then there's another question from Megan Granda, um, and that's spelled G-R-A-N-D-A, Megan Granda. You ask, how do you deal with parents and close friends not supporting your goals and manifestations? So I absolutely love this question because it comes up all the time from my students. You know, we are human beings, we're social creatures. So relationships are a big aspect of life here in the human experience. And so of course, relationship questions come up all the time and it's physically impossible to completely isolate yourself from the world because first of all, we're not supposed to live that way. And second of all, we're much happier in a community. So obviously you're going to be much happier to have you know, friendships and family members and people who are close to you, whether they're chosen family or inherited family, like we all need to be, we all need to feel like we're a part of some sort of community, some sort of village, right? Some sort of family. And so this of course comes up all the time. And I have personal experience with, you know, being in different places, spiritually and mentally with my partner, as well as my family, as well as my friends as well. So this definitely hits home. So here's the main question that I want to ask you, and this is really for your own personal development, right? Because 
Oftentimes we so want to point the finger at everyone else and be like, oh, if just if the, if this person just understood that life would be so much easier, if everyone would just be nicer, everything would be so much easier. If this person didn't have this and that, da, 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 everything for me would be so much easier. And so our ego does this very sneaky thing where it tries to take that mirror that's pointing at ourselves and tries to point it away from us towards others. And this question, I love this question. It's actually, you know, a couple of questions that I'm going to ask you. It helps you take that mirror and point it back at yourself to figure out why are you frustrated in the first place? Because I think that's very important to figure out why are you frustrated that your partner or family members or friends or anybody, it can, this can apply to strangers, this can apply to anybody. Why are you so frustrated and upset that they're not on the journey with you? Okay. So the questions that I ask myself that I invite you to ask yourself as well is why is it important for you to see the world the exact same as those around you? Why is it important for you to have others in your life believe what you believe and practice what you practice? Why is it so important for you to have everyone be on the exact same wavelength in order for you to be happy? Now, there's no right or wrong answer here, but the answer to those questions will reveal a lot. And it's also going to look very different for everyone else too, right? It just depends on what your motivation is. I can only speak from experience. So this is what I'll share. When I started my journey, I was like completely alone. And I've done a reel making fun of this, um, an Instagram reel, where I talked about how back in 2016, I would tell people what I'm up to and how I am in the process of manifesting this and this and this. And I, I would explain to them what manifestation is. And, you know, this is 2016. It's not that long ago. And I've known about manifesting since 2008, right? Um, yeah, 2008. And so this has been in my vocabulary for a long time. But like, even in 2016, this is still something that people would be like, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? And, you know, even to this day, 2021, there's still people out there, I'm sure, who are like, what the fuck is, you know, what is she smoking? What is she talking about? So whatever. <laughs> we're still, we're always going to be on this journey where people don't get it, right? Because the visions that we have for ourselves is a vision implanted by the universe. And we have a very specific, very personal relationship with the universe. You know, every single soul is different. We have different missions, we have different purposes, we have different dharmas. And so the vision that gets implanted in our third eyes and the, the mission that gets implanted in our hearts is going to be, it's going to look so different for everybody. Okay. So this is always going to exist. When you're starting your journey though, and when you're not necessarily self-aware of what your motives are behind your frustrations and behind your emotions, I totally understand that it takes some time to think about this, right? And so I was frustrated because I didn't know why. And I didn't know, I thought that everyone had to think the same way as me, right? It's a very like narcissistic thing that our ego does is it thinks that the whole world needs to be just like you and think like you. And no one I knew personally back then was doing what I was doing. Nobody was into personal development the way that I was. No one was into like healing work, meditation, building the vision boards, making the affirmations or saying the affirmations, making the vision boards, you know, writing my goals on all my whiteboards. Like you guys should have seen my freaking bedroom back then. I mean, <laughs> anyone who has no idea what I'm doing would be freaked out. I had like 
all these journals and tarot cards and oracle cards and these affirmations and clippings out of books, like straight up, just all over my wall. Like my wall was like a manifestation vortex, right? Like a manifestation practice vortex. And, um, you know, so I had all these practices that I created for myself to keep, to keep me aligned with manifesting what I want. And I didn't know anyone. And I would get made fun of all the time for my practices. And when it finally came down to that question of why is this so important for me to have everyone get it and to have everyone in my life get on my journey, I realized that it truly came from the belief that I wasn't able to do it on my own. I had this belief that I wasn't able to manifest what I wanted all on my own, that perhaps I wasn't strong enough. And perhaps if I didn't have all of these people backing me up and understanding what I'm doing and having the same mindset as me, then I wouldn't be able to do it on my own. And I wasn't strong enough. And also that anyone who wasn't on my journey with me had to get cut out of my life because they were threatening my expansion. So I know that Emily, you asked, like, you know, all the personal development books talk about cutting people out. I definitely know that, like, people will fall off. Like, it's not necessarily about cutting people out, it's about letting those who are in different wavelengths to just naturally fall off if that's where the relationship is meant to go. Right. I've had many relationships that did fall off because we grew apart. And some relationships actually came back together like years and years later, like my best friend of 20 years. I started hanging out with her um, a couple of weeks ago and we grew apart in 2016. Right when I started Manifestation Babe is when we grew apart. And we actually are hanging out like every week now. And like we kind of came together, we merged back together, right? We didn't cut each other out of each other's lives. We just let the expansion happen for the two of us, honoring the direction that both of us are going in. And oftentimes people get stuck in this mindset that, oh, you don't think the way I think? Shit, I got to cut you out, (laughs) right? You actually don't, right? It's okay to have people around you who don't necessarily think the way you do. And especially if they're your partner that you love so much and they're your family that you love so much, like sure, there's frustrating moments within that, but you can definitely accept where they're at, right? Here's what I realized. If if I don't want anyone else's belief system imposed on me, why do I need to impose my belief system on them? Okay. Could I perhaps love them for where they're at and make this my own personal project? And that's what I realized. This is what I realized. This is my life. This is my personal project. And if anyone gets inspired by my personal project, even the people, the very people I live with, the very people I'm in love with, if they get inspired by me and I lead them by examples, I progress, then that's awesome. But it's my journey. It's their journey and my journey. And I also had to remember that how did I come across this stuff in the first place? Did someone force this on me? No. Did someone try to convince me of this? No. I literally had a friend just hand me a book called The Secret. And I, on my own, using my own intuition, using my own free will, decided to open the book and read it and dive into this world. And then, you know, it didn't happen right away, but eventually later on, I realized, oh my God, manifestation is all about these internal subconscious underlying belief systems that I have to rewire because what I believe to be true about the world is not serving me. It's not helping me create my dream life. So I have to go in there and uncover all of that and cover the layers and 
flip the script inside my own head, inside my own soul, right? Really uncover what my soul wants and become partners with my ego in the sense where my ego is no longer blocking me or sabotaging me from what I want. I understand that my ego is here to keep me safe, but it's really about following what my soul is calling me and just like realizing all these things and realizing that if someone forced me, forced this on me, I wouldn't find this work in the way that I did. I wouldn't find personal development to be enticing and exciting and awesome because even though we are divinely, you know, perfect the way that we are, we have the privilege and the opportunity of expansion and we get to expand and we get to explore all these other aspects of life. This is so awesome. And if someone forced this on me, it would be completely tainted and it wouldn't have the same effect on me. Like if my friend at the time forced me to read this book and she asked me like a week later, did you read the book? Did you read the book? And I didn't. And then she's like, you know what? Fuck you. We're not friends anymore. That would completely taint that entire experience on me. Right. And like I said before, oftentimes we get so riled up about someone else's journey as a response to avoiding the inner development that we need to take care of ourselves. Our ego has this sneaky way of trying to turn the mirror away from us and point blame to someone outside of us. Like, for example, people, you know, our ego will cause us to say things like, you know what? I couldn't build my business because of my husband, because he had such a negative mindset. And because he had a negative mindset, I had a negative mindset. And this is why I couldn't succeed. Or, you know, I couldn't put myself out there because of my mom. And if she, you know, and, and because of what she would think of me for putting myself out there and I don't want to disappoint my mom and blah, blah, blah. And and all of a sudden we're pointing fingers at our husbands and moms and wives and girlfriends and boyfriends and sisters and brothers and uncles and strangers of the internet for the work that we are not doing ourselves, for the inner healing that we're not taking care of ourselves. Our ego has a sneaky way of constantly taking the focus away from us. And your journey is about turning that mirror inwards back on you and trying to figure out, okay, what is the big deal here? Why do I need this person to think like me and act like me and do everything like me and be on the same journey as me in order for me to be happy? Perhaps I'm not happy about something within myself. And and when I can accept myself, because oftentimes it's when we lack self-acceptance, that's when we have a hard time accepting others, right? It always is a projection of what how we feel internally about ourselves. And I will tell you, um, this happened like years ago when I was first experiencing the void. So if you're unfamiliar with what I'm talking about, you can listen to um, Makosi's episodes, My Shaman. Um, We have three episodes now. In part three, we talk about something called the void. And when I started experiencing the void, I got very frustrated, um, feeling like all of a sudden I didn't know what my purpose is. And I remember hunkering down on my husband, my poor husband, every day I'd make him feel so bad for not like keeping up with his um, to-do list in the way that I am, or like he wasn't as productive. He wasn't being as productive as I was. He was 
quote unquote, wasting his time on his phone, even though I had no idea what I was doing on his phone. And later on, I found out that he's constantly doing research on investments and like that's what he's doing on his phone. But because I felt so dissatisfied about myself and so confused internally and feeling like I wasn't enough and that I was being lazy all of a sudden just because I didn't know what my next step was in my business and my purpose and who I was supposed to become, I was projecting all this shit onto my husband. And the day I realized this and I turned the mirror inwards, all of a sudden it's like my husband is an angel because I accepted myself and I accepted this confusion that I was feeling. I accepted the void and all of a sudden I could accept my husband, right? So this the ego is so, so, so sneaky and it doesn't want us to face our own shit, doesn't want us to do the shadow work, but this is the shadow work. This is a prime example of shadow work right here. Because here's the thing, you are the only one living with the consequences of not healing what needs to be healed within you. You're the only one who's living at the consequences of not living your dream life. You're the only one who's living with the consequences of whatever it is that you think that needs to be shifted in order for you to be happy with your life. It's it's your own responsibility. No matter who wants to get on this boat with you, no matter who is on this journey with you, your happiness and your acceptance and your self-forgiveness and your own healing and your own personal development and all of this stuff, this whole journey that you're on is your own responsibility. Mm-hmm. Whether people want to get on this boat with you should not matter. And it's important for you to reframe this as like, I'm just going to be the example. I'm going to be the example. This is a side effect, by the way. You never want to make this the sole reason because again, it's like making it about others rather than you. The side effect of you taking on this journey yourself is that you get to be the example for others as you continue to focus on yourself. And trust me, I know this is so much easier said than done, but the reward for this, like if you just stick with this and realize that this is about you rather than other people, even the people that you love the most and the people closest to you, the reward for this, that when those people do come around, because eventually they will. This stuff is so contagious that the amount, the level of internal like peace and freedom that you're going to feel from doing this, from going on this journey and from learning how to manifest your dream life and from uncovering all of the bullshit beliefs that are holding you back and uncovering past traumas and letting those go. This shit is so contagious. Like People will come around, but again, you have to let go of the timeline. But when that happens, let me tell you, it is the greatest feeling in the world. And when your hubby or wifey, your boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whatever, do come around and see the effects of your inner development, they cannot help but be so curious. And then from that curiosity, you know, you can be like, okay, so this is what I do here. And then it's the cutest thing watching them, you know, try it themselves. And it's the cutest thing watching them improve their own life. Because yes, I get it. You're a unit, especially if you're married, you're a unit, you're a partnership, you live under one house. But I do want to remind you that you're still two individuals. Okay. I hate the phrase, my other half. I never call Brennan my other half because I am a whole. Brennan is a whole. Yes, we have this partnership with where a lot of our life is, you know, uh, joined together and connected. It's very interconnected, but still in the end of this, at the end of all of this, you know, I'm still me and he is still him. (laughs) So we can never pressure each other about anything. We can never force each other to change. 
we can only change ourselves. And of course, we can communicate things that bother us, but it's important through, through that communication to also realize that you need to always ask the question of what is unhealed within me that is coming through right now that I'm projecting onto my partner. Now, all of this being said, I do want to mention something important. There is absolutely an exception to this, okay? So I don't want anyone to think that if you have, if you're currently in a relationship or like a family dynamic where your partners or family members or friends or whoever are constantly disregarding your boundaries and disrespecting you and making this like a living hell for you. And, you know, this has become an abusive relationship. Like if there's verbal, emotional, physical, sexual abuse of any sort, there is no amount of inner development that you can do to fix that relationship. Okay. This is where in this situation, I want you to know that this is, I'm being very, very crystal clear that it's totally okay for you to get up and leave without ever worrying about positively influencing them. Okay. That's when the work is on them. It is not on you. It is, there's absolutely no scenario where you deserve that. There's absolutely no scenario that that's what you're worthy of. Okay. So I just want you, just want you to know that, that just in case upon listening to this all, that if you do find yourself in that situation, this is where that information does not apply. But like I said, the two questions that were asked, you know, Emily asked, um, where'd you say this? Yet we have an 11 month old and the love is there. Like, it seems like this is a very healthy relationship. Your, your husband just has some things to work through. In this case, this is where my advice does apply. Okay. All right. Next question. That was kind of a longer one. So I have two short questions. So Alicia Raids, R-A-D-E-S, Alicia Raids, um, you ask, I'd love to hear your take on a question I hear a lot. Can you manifest for other people? So shorter answer this time, but I love that involves other people because again, we're continuing the theme of relationships. So here's what I believe and here is what I would love to transfer over to you is your energy can always assist someone since we are all interconnected in a web called the collective consciousness. So we are connected, okay? And I teach, you know, the the all the different laws of manifestation going beyond the law of attraction and one of them is called the the, the law of divine oneness. And the law of divine oneness states that we are all divinely connected and we are all extensions of the same source. So absolutely, your energy can assist someone else. But I do also want to remind you that your energy can never overcome someone else's free will. So if someone doesn't want something for themselves and someone is resisting something themselves, your energy can help kind of alleviate that, but it will never force them to go all the way through with actually manifesting it. Okay. So I never want you to take responsibility for someone else's manifestation. I think this is very important that I think oftentimes when we tell people, yeah, you can manifest for other people, all of a sudden, again, your ego is doing the sneaky thing where it's taking the the mirror away from you, trying to turn it onto other people. And it's like, hey, don't worry about focusing on your own life. Just worry about everyone else and try to change everyone else's life. Right. So it's very, very important for you to understand that we all have free will. We all have our own life and that, yes, you can assist other people, but you cannot force them. You cannot change them. On the other hand, if someone is actively participating in their own healing and inner development, 
then your energy, like in combination, will help speed up the process. And I actually, here's how I implement this is I help my husband manifest all the time. So I actually include him in my visualizations and I will very often, because we, we very often talk about our goals, like our, our goals together, what he wants to manifest, what I want to manifest, what we're both working on. And so part of my visualizations, I'll actually visualize for my husband as well. And so I'll visualize him reaching his goals, overcoming any obstacle that he is facing. I will pray for him. I'll pray over him. I'm constantly sending him beautiful, loving energy, um, the energy of loving kindness and all of that good stuff. So absolutely it helps. It's just that if my husband was like, no, fuck this. I don't want this. It doesn't matter how badly I want it and how badly I'm manifesting for him. He has his own free will. And it's important that we honor each other's free will. Um, at the butterfly coach and it's at the dot butterfly dot coach. You have such a great question. So this is again a short one. Your memory is about to be wiped so that you can be sent back in time to do it all again. But you're allowed to keep one little nugget of your manifestation learnings instilled in your brain. What is the nugget that you decide to keep? Ooh, okay. This is a really hard one. And I had to think about it for, for you know, a second, probably like a couple days because I remember collecting these questions a couple days ago. Um you know, it's very interesting. I would say that if I were to keep one nugget, it would be the belief that anything is possible. So if I come back with nothing else except the inner knowing that I am an infinite expression of infinite intelligence, I feel like I'm going to figure out the rest. I feel like if I come back with this core belief that is like, no one changed this for me. You know, no one in my childhood influenced this for me. Um, I guess, you know, with your question, I'm an adult because all, all that would happen is my memory is about to be wiped. So, okay. Like, let's say that no one fucked with my childhood and no one rewired this belief in the process. And I came back with that belief that anything is possible. I feel like I'm just going to figure out the rest. Cause I feel like the way that I'm going to approach my entire life is going to be from such a confidence that I will naturally embody my innate ability to manifest the, manifest the things I want. Because I often teach that manifestation is about certainty and it's about coming from the energy of certainty. And if you come from the energy of certainty, anything is going to happen. Like it's just inevitable. That's where my phrase success is inevitable comes from. My success is inevitable and I am always on the right path and anything is possible and my success is inevitable. Damn. I feel like I'm going to figure it all out from there. So that's a great question. These are all great questions. There are more. So I will definitely be recording a part four. So stay tuned for that. If you love this episode, please, as always, tag me at Manifestation Babe. Let me know what your favorite question was. Um, any takeaways, nuggets of wisdom, aha moments that spoke to you. If you share this episode with any of your friends, family, audience members, I'm always so grateful for that. I'm also incredibly grateful every time you leave a review. Um, if you leave me an honest review and take a screenshot of it before you submit it and then 
submit it and then send it to um, send the screenshot to hello at manifestationbabe.com. We will send you a free hypnosis as a thank you because your reviews go so far. And I can't tell you how incredibly grateful I am for for every single one of you who is listening to this episode, uh, listening to this podcast every time I drop an episode and anyone who's left a review because it's just been amazing. And I'm never going to stop this podcast. I mean, never say never, but my plan is to never (laughs) at this time. Um, It's going to go on forever. So I love it so much. And I'm so grateful to all of you guys for keeping me motivated and keeping me inspired with this podcast. Now, um, anything else I want to mention? I guess just get on the MBA waitlist. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash the new MBA waitlist. It is the program of all programs that I've ever offered. It's everything I know on manifesting put into a single place, put it, put into a 16 week long experience. It's a life changing, transformative program. You're not going to be the same person coming into that program as the person who is going to be coming out of that program. It's shifted my life and I know that it's going to shift yours too. So again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash the new MBA waitlist. We are launching February 1st, which is so exciting, coming up so soon. And I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.